My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, everyone out there, and welcome to The Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. So glad you're here joining me this week. I have a great show for you today. We've uh, I've been away for a couple of weeks and now I'm back and have a great new topic today. Today I want to talk about confidence and something I almost never say, which is how to fake it till you make it. Because um, generally I think that people, <laughs> people sort of hear that and they hear shortcut and they hear, uh, you know, ways you can, uh, you know, get there without really kind of doing the work. Um, and you know, in, in my 15 years of experience, I haven't found any such shortcut that's really that effective and really gets you the results. That being said, fake it till you make it, you know, with one's used as a, as a tool, right? As a tool in your toolbox, then, you know, there's, there's pretty significant, uh, amount of difference that can make. So I really want to talk about that today. So uh, a little bit of an intro to me. My name is Dominique Drew. Um, I help single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. So really what that means is I, I help men see how they're holding themselves back uh, in the dating world. Okay, so, you know, nine times out of 10, there's underlying uh, beliefs or psychological, you know, or mental blocks under the surface, right? And um, what those will do is just completely um, just completely stick you. Okay. They'll just get you completely stuck. Um, and you won't be able to, to move forward. And you usually don't know why, right? Because logically, like, um, you know, uh, practically you're doing everything right. Right. But it's just not having the effect that you want. You're not getting the, 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 the normal expected results, right. That you, that you likely would. So, <clears throat> Um, so that's really the, you know, one of the, the main complaints that, uh, that I, I get from clients is, um, you know, on, on the one, I, I see two, I see two major trends. One is, um, they keep attracting the same, uh, the same negative relationship over and over and over again. Okay. And this is a really painful, really painful problem because, you know, you're, you, you meet someone, you're in love, you don't know that it's going to go in the same direction it's going to go, but they just, you know, every single time up oh, you know, two years, it's, it's done. Or, um, you know, the, you know, they, they always cheat, they always leave me, or I get bored after a certain amount of time or whatever it is that your relationship pattern is. Um, 
you know, it, it'll, it's, it's a pattern, right? And until you understand what it is about what's going on inside that keeps attracting that relationship, there's, there's absolutely no other way that I have found that to be done that I've seen anywhere in my life, whether a client or not, um, to, to really, um, you know, to really have that, um, that pattern be a thing. So that's, that's really what that's about. I'm just going to swap over on here on my, um, I'm also on, on Facebook live, which, um, uh, which you're welcome to join me on. I can be found on, on Facebook, um, on, uh, Dami Drew Coaching is the name of the business page. And, uh, I just want to swap over because I realized that I was, uh, I was projecting on the wrong, uh, sorry, I was, I was broadcasting on the wrong channel. So if you give me just a second here, I'm just going to update that and then put the phone number in. And while I'm doing that, I'll just mention that here. Um, if you have any interest in, you know, um, writing in with a question, or, you know, if you have something that you're uncertain about that, that I've talked about, you know, these are really, um, these times are really for you, the listener. So if there's a question that you have and you'd like to call in, that number is 708-793-7769. And again, that's 708-793-7769. So if you have questions, you'd like to call in, um, please feel free to do so. So as I said, um, you know, the clients who come to me generally have one of two problems. Okay. One is that they, um, continually attract the wrong relationship and they have no idea why. Okay. And they couldn't possibly because there's something subconscious that's attracting that relationship. Obviously it doesn't work. So your conscious mind goes, maybe we should not be in this relationship, but attraction is much deeper than that, right? Attraction is not the same thing as a thought. Okay. A thought is something you can, um, you know, oh, there, there's a thought and then it might go or it might stay or you might hold on to it or you might um, reject it or avoid it. But it's a, it's a, it's a light thing, right? A belief is literally it's what you, you build your, <laughs> your entire system on. Your physical body actually even grows around your beliefs. So um, I tell the story, you know, fairly often, but when I you know, went through this work myself, I've been doing this work myself about 15 years. Um, I went through a huge change in my physical body, huge change in my physical body. I don't look anything like I used to. Um, and that's because I kept realigning with myself. I kept, um, you know, connecting with myself more, challenging my fears, challenging my beliefs. And the results were I, I don't have those issues anymore. I mean, they're, they're truly gone. This, this work is extremely effective. Otherwise, there's no way I would have the patience to, <laughs> to keep working with it. So, so that's, that's the one side. And then the other, the other presenting complaint that men come to me with a lot is um, being single and not understanding why. You know, they're really great men, okay? Um, you know, they're, they're desirable, they're attractive. Um, and they're just staying single and staying single and staying single. And they can't figure out why, why they can't meet someone. So that tends to be, um, the people that I work with overall in general. Um, 
And, you know, the, the, the process to moving through this is really quite twofold. Okay. So in one sense, um, we're working on the level of beliefs. Okay. So we're talking about what is going on underneath the surface that's keeping you from what you want. Okay. And this could literally be applied to anything. Okay. I've used the same process to work to help people figure out their career path. I've used the same process to help people, um, uh, work through relationship issues once they're in a relationship, um, to find their purpose. Okay. To, um, to find self-love. Okay. To find direction, to find passion. Okay. So all of these things come with this, um, with the self-awareness. Okay. So it's not about, it's not just about feeling better. Okay. It's not just about, you know, you go in and you get a massage and it's like, oh, I feel, feel a lot better afterwards. Right. This is about fundamentally changing who you are at your core so that you can achieve what you want. Period. You know? And so the way that, that, you know, what I, what I've done is I've created this eight week course, um, that really takes you all the way through, you know, the process from, from point A to, you know, point Z. So, so there's that inner piece, right? Um, of, of removing blocks, essentially. Okay. And blocks means, um, you know, areas in your life where you have a, a, a thought pattern that stops you. Okay. So I'll just give you an example. All right. It's a great example of a block. So I had a client earlier today who, um, has been struggling with, you know, what he would do is he would prioritize others over himself a lot. Okay. So, you know, people who are like kind of really afraid of, um, confrontation. Okay. And they'll go way out of their way to not have confrontation because they're really afraid of it. Right. So what will happen is, so he came to me because he couldn't meet someone. Okay. He's now in a relationship with a woman. We've been working together for probably four or six weeks. He's now in a relationship with a woman. Um, and he's interested in kind of an open, you know, not super committed, not sure where else to live, things like that. Um, and wanted to see other people. And he thought that he would get a bad reaction from her. So we get on our call and he, um, and he says to me, he says, you know, I, I, I'm starting to feel resentful. They, they just met, you know, a week or so earlier. He goes, I'm starting to feel resentful. She's starting to remind me of my ex. I'm not, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like negative and I'm feeling guilty for like going out and wanting to kind of still have some freedom and things like that. Um, and, but he was, but he couldn't talk to her. Right. And so we, we really laid it out and basically figured out that what he needed to do was prioritize himself. Because if you can see what's happening there, what he was basically doing was, uh, he was, he was hurting himself in order to protect her feelings, except not quite. He's hurting himself in order to protect the feelings he thinks she might have. Listen to how fucking insane this is. He was literally feeling resentment, guilt. He was miserable. It, it was like this whole pressure and weight and struggle on this, what should have been a beautiful, free and easy relationship. And instead, um, you know, was, was feeling all these emotions because he was afraid how she might react. So it wasn't even like, oh, well, I know this will break her heart. FYI, that statement is never true. Okay. Because you don't know what's going to happen. So, so free advice, numero uno, stop assuming that you know what's going to happen in life. Okay. You don't. 
could be, she'll be like, oh, thank God. I've been hoping you would say that, you know, it's been making me insecure that I feel like I've been holding you down. And, and what I really want is for you to see other people. I mean, who knows? Okay. Could be anything. All right. So, so what he ended up having to do was, was step the hell up. Okay. And that process, what that really was, was him having to prioritize himself. He needed to prioritize himself. Okay. Uh, if he doesn't prioritize, you know, if he hadn't have done that, then, then he would have, you know, lived in a sort of state of resentment in order to protect feelings that he doesn't even know if she was going to have. Okay. So it seems crazy maybe because I'm laying it out really clearly, but I bet there are situations in your life where, you know, you go way out of your way to, to avoid something that not even, hasn't even happened. You don't even know it's going to happen. Okay. So what this guy did, okay, is he stepped the hell up. Okay. I'm calling it leveling up. All right. Upping your game. Okay. Um, what he did was he, he went in, he risked everything to have this conversation with her. And this is really important because it does feel like you're risking everything. The fear in him was so strong. The assumption that the knowledge, we're going to call it knowledge. It's not knowledge because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. But it feels like knowledge. You're like, I know how she's going to react. I do. You know, and, and it feels like you do. <laughs> you think that you know, because these, these underlying beliefs are very, very, very strong. Okay. And they're also made with your flavoring. You know, they're, they're made to, they're, they're inside you. They're created by you. So they sound like you. They're, they, it's, it's convincing specifically to you. So they're very, very powerful. So, <clears throat> so in, in having, in broaching that topic with her, he was risking, you know, in a way, everything, okay? He has an underlying belief that um, if he's authentic in relationship, then people won't want him, okay? So in having that conversation, you can see he's risking that being true. Does that make sense? So you're, you're risking proving yourself right. And when we're talking about fears, that's not a small risk, okay? So it took some serious cojones, for him to have this conversation. And we talked about this on the phone. And I said, this is, this is the way. <laughs> you can do it or not, but this is the way forward. And he did. He did. He went and had the conversation with her. Um, he held on to himself. He prioritized himself. Um, and turned out she was, she was pretty fine with it. You know, it wasn't what she, what she really wanted. I think she wanted something monogamous. Um, but she was like, yeah, you know what? I think that should be fine. Let's try it. And they're, and they're, working it out. He's seeing other people now because he's having all the success in his dating life, which is great. Um, but, but, but the, the win there, you know, it's not so much about, Oh, you know, are you going out on dates? Or are you not going out on dates? This is, and I, I said this to him in session today, even though he'd only been in this relationship for a week or two, this is the most adult relationship he's ever been in because he's standing in himself. He's owning his own place in the relationship while respecting hers. Okay. So a lot of this comes down to balance, okay? You want to be strong in who you are. You want to be who you are, right? But there's a difference between being who you are and like, I'm going to be who I am. Fuck you, okay? Being who you are is not in resistance to anything, okay? Someone could be, you know, I'm deciding to wear red because I like to wear red. And somebody comes up and goes, I can't believe you didn't wear blue, Okay. That is a statement about you, something you cannot believe. That's very informative. Thank you for that. 
but I can either take that on or not. Okay. I don't have to. That's not a default. When somebody says something to you, you don't necessarily need to take it in. Okay. Um, sorry, that was a little uh, dovetail there. Um, so, so being in a relationship, right. So, so as far as, you know, you, you want to, you want to be yourself. The, the ultimate goal is being yourself. Okay. Standing in your masculinity, standing in your power, heart open, undefended, but clear in who you are. Okay. It's not mushy. It's not protecting others at the, at the cost of honoring yourself. Okay. This client I was just telling you about, you can see that he was really, there was a major piece of self-betrayal in not speaking to her. Okay. He was already going into um, patterns that he had with his ex, things like that. It was, it was getting to be kind of a mess. So, so there's that self-betrayal. Okay. Well, it's, it's hard to love myself. It's easier to love you. So I'll go ahead and not stand up and be who I am in this relationship. Does that make any sense? So the balance comes in where you're standing in your power. You're standing in your boundaries. He may have lost her there. Fine. That's fine. Because A, that's her reaction. And she's allowed to have it. If she goes, oh, I can't believe you want to see other people. I would never do something like that. Okay, that's fine. That's her right. Right? Now, if, um, you know, or maybe she had... She would have said, you know, thanks so much. I appreciate that. I'm interested in this type of relationship, but not with you. Or there's an infinite number of responses she could have had. He's not responsible for any of them. You're not responsible for how people respond to you, to you in the world. You are responsible, without a doubt, for how you present yourself to the world. And there's a lot of levels to that, not just, you know, the parts you can see. How you present yourself to the world. Right. And taking information back, like, hmm, that's interesting. Right. In other words, looking for patterns. Okay. You look for patterns in your relationships. You're, you're moving through, you're, you're moving very smoothly and swiftly on the path to, um, to really understanding, you know, to, to getting out of your own way and being able to get what you want. Okay. When you get out of your own way, self sabotage stops, life opens up. It's a whole different game. Take it from me. I've seen it from both sides. So, um, so as far as standing in this relationship, he was really able to step into his integrity. Okay. Because before he felt a little bit like he was cheating, a little unclear, and it wasn't great. And, and then he stepped up. He said, listen, here's what I need. Here's who I am. He was vulnerable about it, but also clear. Like, if you're not interested in this, I understand, but this is what I am. Okay. So there's an openness to the other, but a, a, a dedication, connectedness to the self. Since then, okay. He had that incredible uh, conversation with her. They're still dating, okay? He's seeing other people, which is his ideal. And he's also gotten extremely, um, and he's kind of like waffly and, and you know, this and that before. And what he's found is this really quite remarkable clarity um, in himself, right? He's kind of starting to get his shit together a little bit. He's starting to, you know, um, to do the things that he's, says he should do instead of just saying he should do them and things like that but he's sort of solidifying you know he's like okay he's, he's stepping up he's stepping into himself and um the time I, I had today was the first day i'd spoken to him since he had that conversation and um he really uh he sounded different his voice sounded different um and he was really stepping into his power a bit more 
And so he's, his, his voice sounded different. What he was doing was different. Um, he sounded confident in himself. And that's because because he's more connected to himself. So we're going to talk in just a minute about fear of rejection. Um, and one of the, the, the big um, effects of having a fear of rejection is that um, you disconnect from yourself. Okay, that's what that's when you start prioritizing everyone else. Like, I don't matter. What do you, you know? But that's not an authentic emotion. For example, let's go back to this client. So he um, was starting to feel, you know, resentful of her because he felt like she didn't want him to see other people and all this sort of all these, uh, you know, behind the scenes emotions started happening. Um, and he wasn't he wasn't prioritizing himself. Okay, so so he's sort of. The way this defense works is you'll sort of go, oh, well, um, it's quite a manipulative defense, actually, which is very interesting. Um, you'll sort of say, oh, you know, it's, it's not about me. It's about the other person. You know, I, I just I really care about them, which like socially is like, that's wonderful. Wow, he really cares. You know, they're so selfless, right? But it's not really selflessness because if it were, there would be no resentment. So that's how you know it's the difference between uh, a defense that looks like uh, selflessness versus actual selflessness. Actual selflessness, there would have been no issue. Okay. So instead, it's a very sort of clever defense. So it, it appears to be selflessness, but really it's just a way of, of avoiding connecting to yourself. It's like, oh, you're, you know, I'm not, I don't want to hurt her. So I'm just going to not say. Meanwhile, resentment builds, stress builds guilt builds okay so that's how you know you're, you're getting into a pattern plus he's talking about how it reminds him of his ex and it's like you can see how all these 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 patterns start to, to work right so <clears throat> so we do a lot of you know the, the the inner work we do a lot of the uh you know working through beliefs and underlying patterns and things like that because 90 percent of the time well, that's where the issue lies it's probably more than that but anyway um, but there is also another piece, right? There's this other piece of um, being practical, right? Where do I actually go to meet women in my area? Um, and we go through all of this in my course, right? Um, how do I actually meet them? What do I actually say? You know, all that type of thing. Um, so today I want to talk a little bit about um, confidence in dating and how to fake it until you make it. Um, I started out. Um, I, I, I want to start out by saying that um, fake it till you make it is not really my style most of the time. What I tend to do is um, is focus more on kind of the deeper levels. And when you shift things on a foundational level, then everything from there up also shifts, right? But there is a, a piece to it. Is it the solution? No. But it is a really good tool to have in your toolbox, okay? Um, so, you know, if you're already doing the work, if you're already you know, trying to notice patterns and really examining your behavior and, um, you know, or you're working with someone to, to work through things or whatever. That's all great. Okay. This is just another tool in your toolbox to help. Okay. So the first thing to know about faking until you make it is that there are a number of ways which we communicate with the world. Okay. The world sees us, um, the world, the world sees us in a certain way. That's um, funny. Uh, one of my teachers over the years um, made this great statement, which is that uh, 
there are three yous, okay? There's the you you think you are. There's the you everyone else thinks you are. Then there's the you you really are, okay? So right now, we're going to work on the second piece, okay? Now, generally, again, changing your changing yourself for the surroundings is generally not uh, not the, the the sort of the thing to focus on. But okay, you're doing your work. It's a really really good tool to have in addition, okay? Because sometimes you just need some quick wins. You know what I mean? So um, so let's get started. So a number of different ways that you get perceived in the world, okay? Um, so let's just look at a couple of them. So physical body. Okay, and this is just you standing there, not like um, body language, but just you standing there, okay? Um, so, you know, as far as kind of how you present yourself to the world, and I've, I've covered this in, in uh, other episodes, but I want to just kind of give kind of a shout back to it here because, you know, um, what's really important when it comes to how you present yourself to the world is that... Um, is that it's authentic still. So you're trying to make it better, right? If you're sort of, I'm just picturing someone listening and being like, oh, great, well, authentic is exactly what I'm wearing right now, which is, I don't know, cargo, cargo shorts and flannels. And, and it's not that you need to, you know, dress more formally or more business-like or anything like that. It's about finding a style that works for you and embracing that, okay? It's the effort, that really matters, that really shows more than anything else. Um, and I just realized that I split this up. So I'm just going to use your physical body without, without clothes. And we'll come back to dress in just a second. So your physical body, you know, people put a lot of strain and stress and emphasis on whether or not you are fat or thin. Okay. Especially in uh, North America or U.S. in general. Um, what what people find attractive, okay? You don't need to have six-pack. You have an eight-pack or a 12-pack or however big the packs get these days. I don't even know. Um, that's not the point. The point is that you are in your body, okay? When you go to the gym, and I'm not talking about every day. I mean, like, once a week. If you go to the gym once a week, then your body will have a, a kind of a life to it where it just gets moved and focused on every day, right? So <clears throat> you've heard about the law of attraction, right? We've spoken about this in the past. Um, and think about, uh, um, about law of attraction is the reason why it works. But, I mean, it works, it doesn't, <laughs> which is what that episode was about. But, but the way that... Um, the way that it, it, it does function is that when you put your energy on something, there's an expansion that happens, okay? This can be seen on a physical level um, by the act of um, focusing your energy on your palms and they will heat up, okay? And heat is, is an expansion of, of cells, right? Of, of matter. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a, yeah, it's a speeding up and thus an, uh, an expansion of, of matter. So things expand when they heat up. So, so that expansion is going in there and, um, and, and creating movement. Okay. So when you focus on your body for an hour a week, it, it has a whole different feel to it. Okay. And that is what communicates. All right. So it's not about being thinner or being fitter and maybe you will be. And if so, that's great. But what it's really about is checking in, you know, if you didn't want to do the gym, maybe you want to go to yoga, 
go to yoga once a week. That is like, that, that, will, that will make a significant difference in your life. And I'm talking once a week. You want more difference? Go more. Okay? Because as you're moving, as you're stretching, as you're, you're, you're shifting your body, things are moving. Right? Beliefs are moving. Uh, you're just, you're getting your system going a little bit. Okay? So if you're kind of a little stagnant, um, or you kind of rather sort of sit at home, I totally get it. I have those days. Um, it doesn't, you don't need much, but a small amount makes a huge difference because there's this life that comes into your body. Okay. And that's attractive. Life is what attracts people. Undistorted, undefended life is what draws people to you like a magnet. So all of the work that I do is in unblocking your own life force. Okay. And when that happens, you're, I mean, like a magnet, like you will have more offers than you know what to do with, like moving on. (laughs) Okay. So this is all about getting yourself out of your own way, getting that life to come up and then boom, you're so attractive. People are so attracted to you. Um, They don't even know why. They really don't even know why, but they're, you know, they're moving in, moving towards it. So, so physical body, move it, just move your body, pick something that, that sounds fun to you. Maybe you want to go running. Maybe you want to take a long walk. Um, maybe you want to go to yoga, go to the gym, whatever, but have that be your, this is what I'm going to do. Okay. And then that'll be, you know, and, and before, you know, you sort of come at me with, oh, there's just no time. There's a lot of time. Okay. Do you ever notice how? You ever notice how like, you're, you're super busy and you've got a lot of stuff going on until you meet someone and you fall in love? And then all of a sudden you have so much fucking time. <laughs> so much time to hang out with this person. Time you didn't even know you had, okay? So prioritize it. Make it non-negotiable. This is the way through, okay? All right, so that's physical body. Um, and also, can I just, let me just add on to physical body, and this is going to be true all the way through, is is it shows that you're, that you care about yourself. Okay. Um, you know, if you have some, some awareness of your body, again, this is not about being, you know, muscular or or beautiful. It's about being healthy and taking care of yourself. Okay. Most of what I hear from, uh, from men about what they like in women, you know, they're often saying, you know, I know that, you know, that we're sort of into the, you know, uh, chest or, or sort of these kind of majorly, um, you know, enhanced sort of things, but I just really look at a woman who takes care of herself, you know? And that's what they say over and over and over again. Um, and so that's, that's what's attractive. Self-love is ultimately what's attractive, which is another way of saying, you know, that life force that I was just referencing. So, so it's about self-care. So prioritize yourself. Oh my God, it's the exact same thing we were just talking about. I love it when stuff kind of comes around like that naturally and I haven't actually planned it. Um, when you, um, when you prioritize yourself on the inner level, right? Like my client did, he, um, he was like, I'm risking losing this woman, but I, I need to be true to myself. Okay. This is the kind of relationship I want. He had to be true to himself. So then when he did it, things started to shift. Okay. It's, it's a huge shift. So it's really just about taking care of yourself. Okay. Um, you know, and, and, and what it is that you present to the world too, not to get their approval, 
but because, you know, this is the best of you. So why wouldn't you be that today? What else do you have to do with your life? You know, if things are in the way and keeping you from um, being your best today, then you need to alter your life. You know, what are your, what are your priorities, right? We end up sort of getting worn down, you know, like, like this client I was just talking about. Um, you know, he, um, he didn't, it didn't even seem crazy to him that he was staying in this relationship that he was unhappy in, you know, without having this talk in order to avoid risking her feelings. It's like, that didn't even seem crazy. That made perfect sense. Right. Um, so this is about prioritizing yourself. Okay. Um, another thing that it, it tends to show, um, this is physical body and also dress is that, um, is whether or not you're aware of how the world sees you. Okay. So, um, you know, in, in the dating scene, when people, you know, people see you in the dating scene, you're, you're projecting something. What is it that you want to project? Be intentional about it. You know, um, when you're intentional about it, then when someone sees you, first of all, that communicates. Okay. They can tell that you're, you know, you, you put some effort in. It doesn't matter what you win. It's irrelevant. It matters that you put effort in and that you're, um, you're putting effort into how you're presenting yourself. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, so what that says when you put effort in is whether or not you're aware that the world sees you in a certain way and what to do with it. Okay. So when you put self-care in, it sort of communicates to people that, um, yeah, I'm, I'm aware that the world sees me. I'm aware, aware that the world sees me, right. I'm aware that I'm, I am presenting myself. Right. And you know, what to do with it. And I, this is, this is what I'm, this is what I'm choosing. So it's not about, you know, business like business, outfits or formal outfits versus casual it's about finding a way that works for you but is your best okay um you know not best formality your your very best like you know those days when you wake up and you're just like yeah i don't you know there's no plan for the day whatsoever fix it up your game this is making a huge impact on your life massive again i i do this work in relationships but it affects Every single area of life, every single area. Okay. All right. So that's physical body. Okay. Now, body language. Okay. Remember, we're faking it until you make it. How you walk, head up, shoulders back. You know, put your chest up just a little bit. You know, um, when you, um, one thing people try to do is is sort of slump forward. Let's see if or not, but she's not. Um, you know, people sort of like slump forward, kind of, kind of like that. You know, people like computer jobs, things like that. If you picture a, a string straight in the middle of your chest and you pull up on that string, then everything else falls falls behind and is kind of, and is relaxed. Okay. If you're walking, stand up as tall as you can, bring your chin up, make eye contact, smile at people. You can be in just about any state. If you start doing that, you will start to feel better just about immediately. Okay. So that's a big one. Present yourself. Here I am walking down the street. Boom. Okay. Um, 
so then dress, just like, just what we were saying. Okay. Put effort in. All right. It doesn't need to be uncomfortable. Um, find a style that, that works for you. Okay. Maybe it's sort of, um, you know, uh, farm country is your, is your style. Maybe, um, you know, flannel is your style, whatever. Find a way to flatter yourself with it. Okay. Present yourself to the world with intentionality. Um, so if you're not sure how to do this, okay, that's cool. You're a dude. A lot of dudes never learned how to do this. Also, a lot of these things, this shit I'm talking about, it's never taught, right? It's not like you should already know this in case that's happening. That's going through your head right now. Um, I think that about sex a lot too. It's like, you know, if you suggest to a friend that, you know, to somebody that they need to work on their sex skills, it's like a huge, it's a, it's a huge, uh, insult or it's taken very personally, which, you know, is not unreasonable because it's a vulnerable topic. But, you know, I always think that's so funny because nobody taught you, right? For the most part, like some people did, they actually learned. Um, uh, I have a friend who, who learned um, how to give oral on a woman from a community of lesbians. And it's like, okay, you actually got like a lesson. It's great. <laughs> but for the most part, most people don't get it. So don't, don't be ashamed if you don't, if you don't know this part. Okay. So, um, finding dressing styles that work for you. All right. So just Google images of like men's fashion. Um, they don't even want to use that word, just like, um, casual, casual look for men or casual men's clothes or something like that and find a look, but not looking for clothes. Look for like models wearing an outfit and find a, a, a look. Okay. That feels like you, that you, that, that attracts you. Okay. Any style you have can look good. Just put some effort in. Okay. I mean, this is really, you know, if you want a high quality female, you need to be a high quality male. Right. And then that way you'll attract and keep her. Okay. There's all of that repeating attraction because you're, you're attracted to yourself. If you're not attracted to yourself, then there's something that can be done. And I mean, sexually attracted to yourself. So, um, so find a way and we, we, you know, uh, there's a past episode that was on body image where we went into this lots of exercises and really big detail. Huge, huge. Being attracted to yourself is massive because what did we just say about law of attraction? Where your, where your focus goes, where your energy goes, you get more of, right? It's expand. So when you're, when you're feeling great, when you're feeling attracted to yourself and you're like, yeah, damn, I'd go home with me. That is when you're attracting, right? That is when that magnetism is there and you're, um, you're pulling people in, not meaning to just happens automatically. People just start being drawn to you. Okay. So being attracted to yourself is a big thing and wearing clothes that flatter you is a big step toward feeling attracted to yourself. That is a, that's a, a massive shift that can happen. So with something as simple as clothes, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't know how to do it. That's okay. Find someone who does and ask them for their advice or go on Google and find a look that works for you and buy all the pieces. You know, self-confidence is very much, um, is very much related to uh, how you see yourself. Right. And so change and improve the way you see yourself. Right. So, um, physical body, the body language, uh, dress, all of that is great. Um, next piece, energy and attitude. All right. This is big. Okay. 
Um, I have a couple of exercises that I want to recommend that you guys try um, to really help with the energy and attitude. Energy and attitude can be the most difficult part, right? Um, we're sort of on the fear of, uh, fear of rejection. So we'll kind of stick with that here. Um, when you approach a woman, okay, and she doesn't seem to be interested, what tends to happen is a collapse. Okay. You'd be like, Oh God, I knew it. Nobody wants to go out with me. You know, women want somebody who's taller or more muscular or fatter or thinner or whatever. Uh, and you know, nobody's ever going to want me. I'm just going to go home and wallow. Okay. So you're never going to get there with that. Right. (laughs) I think it's pretty safe to say. Okay. So a couple different things happening here. One is that, um, you in doing that, um, you completely just like, uh, screw your chances. Right. Of, of, of like, let's say you're at a club and that, that happens early on in the evening. Well, you're certainly, now you're going to go home. You're definitely not going to succeed. Right. So a couple different things happening. One is you're seeing, um, rejection as failure. Okay. It's, it's not. Okay. This is exactly the same as in business, actually. Um, failure is a necessary step to achieve success. Period. Okay. Bill Gates massive amounts of failure. Every single successful person in the world today has had massive amounts of failure. Okay. But they don't really see it as failure. Okay. Um, you know, failure, it, it, it is, it is a good thing. And another way of looking at it, it's not really a thing at all. Okay. You go into it, you approach a woman, you're interested in her, you know, in, in her romantically, you proposition or even just say hello or whatever. She says, no, great. Okay. Well, it saved you a lot of time on that one, right? Because you could have spent all night, you know, and she's not interested. So great. So rather than seeing that as a failure, I say you either win or you learn, right? That was the approach I took to my business, which is when things really started to move for me. So I would be like, oh, I don't want to fail. And so when you don't want to fail, you don't move. You don't move forward because you're afraid of failure. So instead, um, so instead, you're, um, you, you need to reframe it. Okay. Um, failure is going to happen. Not most people that you're interested in, um, are not like most people out there you're not attracted to. Okay. And, and vice versa. That's fine. Okay. Um, with the success piece. All right. You need to move through. You need to move through the failure. Okay. Oh, that one didn't work. Okay. See how when I do that, my energy stays up. Okay. And that's really important. All right. It's really important for your energy to stay up because first of all, just because, you know, Mary Sue wasn't interested doesn't mean that, you know, Betty Joe isn't in half an hour, right? So you may see Betty Joe at the bar and may go, oh, wow. Okay. And if your energy is all in collapse or you've gone home and you're watching Netflix, then, you know, you're SOL, right? So you need to kind of detach from the result a bit. Okay. So you go in, go in, make it light. Just let it be light. Cool. This might, this might happen. This is nice. You know, a great way to practice this. Go up and speak to women who you have no intention of, of going out in. Like just take that out as an option. 
sometimes I will have clients come to me who this is a really very difficult thing for, and I will, I will prohibit them from dating. Okay. Because it just gives them more negative feedback and you have to, you have to clear that out and, and start something new. Right. So, <clears throat> so, um, oh, just lost that thing. sorry. Um, so, so if you're, you're, you're at the bar, okay. You're, you've, tried someone else. Oh, right. So, so try going up to women and just complimenting. Okay. If that's authentic for you, if that's something that naturally comes to you, a lot of people that comes naturally, but they stop themselves from doing it. So, you know, try going up and being like, Hey, just so you know, I love your hair, you know, or that color looks amazing on you, or you have incredible eyes and then turn around and leave. Okay. And do not in any way wrap up her response to your life experience. Do not connect them at all in this particular situation. Okay. Because first of all, and this comes back to the failure part, you don't know what's happening in her day or her life. You don't remember how the, the whole, um, the selflessness ended up being actually really kind of selfish in a way, um, in the same way that, um, that, perception of failure is both um self um detrimental to self i can't think of the time i'm trying to think of um self-deprecating right but it's also self-aggrandizing okay because you're making it all about you oh she hates me oh god i always fail oh god this is Look at the self. Look at the self. You're like going down a, a um, <laughs> I'm losing a lot of words there, like a drain, right? Like spiraling down a drain. Um, it's not all about you. Okay. It's not. So you don't know what's happened in her day. That may not have even been a rejection. You may have just perceived the rejection because you're expecting to perceive rejection. Be aware of this, right? So, <clears throat> so, so be aware that you don't really know what's going on with her. And it may not, her no may not have been about you. Okay. Maybe she'd gotten dumped that morning, right? Maybe she had a miscarriage two months ago and this is her first night out. and She's not really up for talking to anybody. Who knows? Maybe she just found out her mother had cancer. You know, maybe she's just got a lot of homework on her mind. Who knows? Not you. That is the point. So don't assume. Do not assume anything. Okay. If she says, uh, oh, thank you so much. And then looks kind of awkward. You know, you have the opportunity to say something more if you want to. Go for it. You can even have it planned out before you go if you want to. If, if talking to women right in the moment makes you nervous. So, but that's not a, it's not a failure. If it, and if it's awkward or she sort of goes, okay, thanks. Great. Okay, just wanted to let you know. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Okay, I've literally had this happen because I, I do this shit all the time. I, I go up to people and tell them that they're attractive all the time because um, one time somebody did that to me um, when I was young and I had shit for self-confidence and uh, it like changed my week month. I mean, I still remember it. All those years, it was like a decade ago. I still remember it. So I realized in that moment the kind of impact that that kind of thing can have and it's, significant so 
Um, so, you know, if it's something that, that appeals to you, then, then I, I, I certainly, um, recommend doing it. So it's a great experience and it's really good for practicing with fear of rejection because it's, you just, there's no attachment. So you can't fail. <laughs> there's no failure. Right. So, um, there's this one thing that I, that I did do, um, I, <laughs> I, I walked past, I was walking with a friend and I was talking to her on the street and this guy walked past, um, who walked up. Oh no, I guess it was, he was approaching us and he said, or he was just very attractive. And I like lost my train of thought because I was distracted by how attractive he was, which I thought was really funny. Um, so he sort of walked by and he was, he was not making eye contact with me. He wasn't flirting, whatever, but you know, he was a beautiful man, credit where credit's due. So I, uh, so I, I turned around, left, and I said, I literally, uh, I literally lost my train of thought when you walked by because you're so attractive. Just thought I'd let you know. And he, <laughs> I must have cut him totally off guard. He just sort of looks like he's sort of like crazy look and just like kind of keeps walking, which is not, not usually what happens. People usually are like really excited. But I was just sort of like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's pretty random. So instead of taking it personally, right? What are we doing? Four agreements, <laughs> right? Instead of taking it personally, just let it go. Okay, great. I wasn't looking for anything out of that, that, that uh, dynamic, that exchange, right? It's like people always say about, you know, you attract someone when you're not really looking for it. Well, the reason they say that is because what tends to happen is when you fill up your own life, right? Go out and find things that excite you, that um, inspire you, move your body, join a gym, you know, um, if you don't love your job, maybe look around and see what else there is to do. And, you know, create your life. That is all very magnetic. Because remember, you're focusing on you, focusing on you. People are drawn to you. Okay. So, um, so yeah, practicing going up and, and telling people they're, they're, they're pretty or they like their dog or, you know, your son's really cute, whatever, whatever. Just being more personable. Okay. And then detach from, the result. Okay. And that's a very, very powerful thing. Um, so, so staying in that positive zone can really, really, really help a whole lot. Um, seeing failure as not failure, but a necessary step to getting to where you want to go is huge. It's not a bad sign. It's never a loss. You either win or you learn. Okay. And then, you know, the, the, the last piece that I had here, as far as, you know, physical body, um, how you are understanding, physical body language, dress, energy, attitude, and then the inner landscape and mindset and outlook, I mean, is just massive. And, you know, it's a, it's a uh, sliding scale, right, to, into that from energy and attitude, right? This is a similar type of uh, area. Um, and, and that's what, what really shifts, you know, as you start giving yourself some better experiences, you're really able to... Um, you're really able to start to actually change them. Okay. Uh, I have a, um, I have a, a, a Facebook group for my, um, for my program, um, that all the, it's, you know, closed except for to, to cl current clients in the program. And, um, I posted in there, you know, like a, a to-do list for the course. So once, once you enroll in the course, you know, here's how you, here's how you move through. And it's do the coursework, right? Ask for help, 
and then go out into the world and have new experiences that challenge your old beliefs. Okay. So the course work helps you recognize your, you know, your beliefs, where, where you're getting stuck. You ask for help. You go out in the world challenging them. Find experiences that challenge your old beliefs. Okay. Post your success. Okay. Because that actually has a huge impact as well. When you're with a group, that's why I have a Facebook group. Um, when it's a group, people, you know, feed off each other and they learn from each other and they, um, they motivate each other. And there's also a little bit of accountability because people are kind of aware. And so, so sharing your success is massive and then repeat. <laughs> that's the whole, you know, step by step thing. So, <clears throat> so challenging the underlying, uh, uh, belief is is really really a huge piece here and I want to acknowledge here as well that you know that belief challenging part takes cojones you know it does um if you have a, a terrifying fear of rejection and you want to go out you know you can't go out and and approach anyone then going out and approaching someone's going to take some serious cojones okay I can sit here and say, you know, detach from the response and don't expect anything, you know, but you're going to go in there like, you know, like expecting shells, right? Fear, fear makes everything bigger. Everything seem like a bigger deal than it really is. Okay. Um, so you'll notice, um, uh, I meant to point out actually when I did earlier, I was thinking about it. Um, when I was talking sort of through the eyes of my client who is thinking about, you know, approaching this woman, having this, this talk with her um, about what he authentically needed out of a relationship. Um, and when I said, okay, you know, what are the, what fears are coming up or what's stopping you from having this conversation? He was saying, Oh, you know, she's going to everyone leave me. If I'm authentic in a relationship, I get left and, and all these sorts of things. And you can see how very swiftly the language got very vague. Oh, well, you know, you know, I don't think she's going to, you know, start something like, I don't think she's going to want to do this type of relationship. I mean, that's a meaningless statement, right? You don't think she's going to want, the only way to find out is to ask, like the only way. So in, in, in those sorts of, sorts of ways, and this is where the don't assume really comes up very strongly is, um, you know, you gotta, you, you, you don't know. You think you know what's going to happen, but you don't. And the the words are just really convincing. It's like, oh, she's no, she's never up. She's not going to do it. Okay, well, let's find out. You know, um, and and you really got to be a stickler with these in your system because in your in your mindset because um, they're very much uh, they're they're tricky, right? They're really convincing. These are very very convincing um, beliefs right? Voices in your head. And so, but you can, you know, you can tell with the fear because it just gets really vague, goes all the way from, okay, she's not going to be interested in this type of relationship to, um, you know, you know, every time I try this, you know, or, you know, you know, in my experience, it's always been dot, dot, dot. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Your experience is distorted. That's the whole problem. Okay, so basing things off your experience is not actually a dependable way of navigating the universe. I'm just going to say that again. Basing things on your life experience is not a great way, actually, of navigating the universe. Okay, it doesn't work super well. 
because you've had all of your experiences through your own screen of life experiences, beliefs, um, woundings, defenses, gifts. You have a very, very, very subjective viewpoint of the world. Knowing that is the first step to having a more accurate viewpoint of the world. Okay. And the work that I teach here is, is ultimately the, the, the path forward on that. Um, so anyway, so, so the language with, with, with fear. So it can start kind of like, no, she definitely won't want to. And, you know, it's always been da 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 or, um, you know, anytime I try and do, then anytime there's an if, then it's about you. That's what's called an image. Okay. Which is a belief from your, from a, uh, that was formed young, from your, your young childhood. And, um, you know, being in that, um, when, when things get really vague, really huge, it gets overarching, it gets unclear, that's where fear lives. So the very first thing that I have people do in my course, um, very first step is to set their intention. Great. You're here. You've shown commitment. I know that you want this. That matters to me. Now, what do you want? You need to know, okay? Because otherwise you're going to be one of these people that walks around in life not getting what they want, not knowing why. And generally, 90% of them have no idea what they want. They've never thought about it. And they're confused why they don't have it. You know? So, um, so, so clarification really, really helps, Okay. Um, terrified, you know, the idea of going up and approaching a woman is terrifying. Okay, well, break it down. You know, what actually happens? Well, she said that, you know, she said thanks and she left. Well, that doesn't sound so bad, right? If you look at what actually happened, I think that you will find more successes than failures. And on that note, I need to leave you for today. But I've very much enjoyed talking to you about um, all of this good stuff. If you have questions, please follow up with me. Don't feel uh, shy at all. You're welcome to visit me on my website, which is dominiedrew.com. And you're also welcome to look me up on Facebook. I'm uh, Dominie Drew Coaching on Facebook. And that's where these uh, Facebook Lives get posted. And um, uh, any other past radio shows, there's also my past episodes are also available on YouTube. So please feel free to check that out. And if you're interested in um, in checking out what it is that I actually do, I'll go ahead and write a, a link here in the in the text box here. It's dominiedrew.com slash hello. And it basically takes you to a, um, a page that leads to a video, talks to you a little bit about what I do. And so if you're interested in that, then please feel free to reach out. That's all for me for right now. Thank you so much for joining and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Take care, guys. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Domini Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.